The following program is for informational and educational purposes only. This program does not replace medical, mental health, or psychological diagnosis and treatment prescribed by your personal physician, psychologist, therapist, or other health care provider. Please consult your provider for diagnosis and care before beginning or changing any program or idea discussed. Welcome to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with host Kristen Harper. She's here to give you those extra tips that you don't always get from other health and wellness programs. Kristen has all the bases covered and just a bit more. Now, here is your host, Kristen Harper. Hello, listeners. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host for Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. And today's episode is all about tips to get healthy and stay healthy with actress Alexandra Paul. She is an actress, activist, and health coach. And it's definitely an honor to have her on my show. I'm live here in Phoenix, Arizona at the studio. And we will be talking more about actress Alexandra Paul's life, what she has been up to recently, her acting, living simply, her recently launched wellness coaching business, and more. So we will be talking about tips to get healthy and stay healthy, including scheduling, writing goals, motivation, avoiding temptation, and more. And I wanted to mention, according to Healthline.com, the American family now spends half of their food budget on restaurant food. Also, two and three adults are considered overweight or obese. The growth of fast food in America seems to coincide with the growth of obesity in the United States. The Obesity Action Coalition reports that the number of fast food restaurants in America has doubled since 1970. The number of obese Americans has also doubled as well. So if you'd like to learn more about me, please check out my two websites. I have perfecthealthconsultingservices.com. You can check out my hair analysis packages there. And also, I am a health and wellness speaker. You can go to kristenharperspeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N, harperspeaks.com. And if you'd like to be a sponsor of the show, please send me an email to kristen at kristenharperspeaks.com. You will definitely get a lot of exposure because Voice America is the largest internet radio network in the world. And also my show is on KFNX in Phoenix, Arizona. So it is an honor to have Alexandra Paul on my show. Welcome. Well, thank you so much. And wow, those statistics that you read out are are pretty startling, huh? Yeah, absolutely. And it's just our society is um, very unhealthy. And I admire you a lot because you're just um, so into health. You're just like I can tell it's your passion. And I've been going over some uh, videos recently of you, and uh, not only are you passionate about health, you're beautiful. Absolutely. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, thank you so much. That's so nice of you, and I appreciate you doing some research on me before our interview, so that you know a lot, a uh, little bit about me. Because most people just know me from being on Baywatch or doing Lifetime, starring in Lifetime movies, and I've now started to. Um, help people become healthier when they can't do it on their own and as a health coach. And as you know, one of our biggest jobs is working on helping people get motivated and stay motivated to be healthy because it's so hard with all these fast food restaurants everywhere and our lives so around restaurant food and us working so hard and it's hard to find time to exercise. So our society doesn't help. Uh, stay healthy. So we need coaches. Oh, absolutely. We need the support and the motivation. Absolutely. So, um, Alexandra, where are you presently located? I'm in Los Angeles. Okay. And I've been here uh, because this is where my work has been for, uh, you know, since I was 18. And uh, so I live in Los Angeles with my husband and my two cats. Nice. Okay. So, now that you're into the health coaching business, have you finished um, acting or are you still involved with that? I'm still involved with acting. I, um, I did shoot uh, three movies last year, um, but 
I'm more focused on helping people through health because I don't know. I just, it's really a passion of mine. It's always, I've always been known as an athlete. I've done several roles that have been athletic and playing strong, active women. Um, so it's sort of a natural progression for me. Right. Okay. So before we get into talking about health and wellness here, I wanted to find out from you, out of all the films that you've been in, is there a favorite that you actually starred in that you just absolutely love and is like one of your favorites? Uh, okay, so that's a, that's a hard question because it could be, is it my favorite because I really enjoy the actual watching it. I think it's a very good movie or I enjoyed it because the experience or I enjoyed it because the role was a challenge. There's so many reasons oh, right. to right. love, love a project. <clears throat> I've starred in over 70 projects, television or film projects. And I have to say that I've had an amazing time on all of them. Awesome. Now, of course, not everyone would love all of them because they're, you know, everyone has their own special tastes and they range from horror films to comedies to lifetime movies to uh, television series. So, um, but gosh, I, uh, <laughs> it's hard to know. I know that as an athlete, uh, and my husband is a triathlon coach, so I'm actually very proud to have been in the movie American Flyers, which was a long time ago in 1984, but it's among the top one or two, uh, depending upon your taste, uh, favorite or most respected bicycling films. Uh, and it's still around and it holds up really well. It stars Kevin Costner, uh, Radon Chong, and uh, myself. I play the second female lead. And um, it, was, it was a good movie. Nice. And as far as what was your experience like with Baywatch? Did you love oh, it? I had an amazing time. Oh, it was so great. What? I went to the beach every day and I pretended to save people. <laughs> um, I, I, I was offered that role when I was 28 and I had spent 10 years already acting in uh, feature films and movies. And I was really um, concerned about committing to a television show because I didn't want to commit to anything then. Not a man, not a tattoo, not a television show. Um, and uh, series can go on and on and on, right? And actually, Baywatch went on for 12 years. I was on the show for five. But um, so I was really nervous. Plus, back then, in the early 90s, um, actors who were doing uh, movies, they didn't, going to television could be the kiss of death. Um, now, actors move really well between television and film. And now, a lot of movie actors are dying to do television series. But back then, not so much. Um, however, my manager, God bless her, said, Alexandra, you're doing a lot of movies that are financed by German um, investors. So, and Baywatch is really popular in Germany. It wasn't popular here at all when I, before I got on. Um, and, uh, I mean, that made it sound like it got popular just because I was on. And that's not the case. But um, when I was contemplating being on the show, it was not well known. And it was not uh, um, doing very well here in the States. But it was doing very well in Germany. So I said, okay, that, that's a good reason to do this series. Um, it'll help my independent film career. And uh, lo and behold, I started, what a lesson. I started that show, and it, it, is, it is definitely the most favorite job that I've had in terms of just being happy and loving it and loving the people and loving what I had to do and the whole life. Um, so it was a lesson for me uh, to be open-minded. Yeah, that's awesome. And I'm curious, too, how tall are you? Because I read somewhere or heard about something that uh, there was a person that really liked you because you're so tall. And that oh, was Hasselhoff. Yes. Yeah, apparently Hasselhoff, um, who was the starring in Baywatch, and um, when they looked at me, I wasn't right for the two roles that they were casting, which was Pamela, the role Pamela Anderson got and the role that Nicole Eggert got. So they, um, but David liked me, and he said it's because I was tall, because everyone else, he's 6'5", I think, and I'm 5'10", so, uh, and most of the other actors are pretty short in Baywatch, actually, over the years. Even the guys are, like, not hugely tall, like 5'10 to 6 six feet, so, 
um, they actually created a role for me in Baywatch, um, where I played David Hasselhoff's equal. And yeah, so he, he laughs and says he, he cast me because I'm tall. Yeah, you are very tall. 5'10 is very tall. And I'm actually 5'9". Uh, so, oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, so how did you get started with acting? And, and what age did you get started? I was um, 18, and I was modeling in New York, taking a year off to model before I went to college. And I was, um, my modeling agency in New York, Wilhelmina, asked me to take acting classes because they wanted to send me out on commercials. So I started taking acting classes, and oh my gosh, I loved them so much. Um, It was eye-opening. And then I auditioned for a TV movie about models. So they were looking for models to play a model uh, in a TV movie. And back then in 1982, uh, TV movies were a big deal. The ABC movie of the week was a big deal. Um, There were only three networks back then. I don't think even Fox was around. No. So um, it was just ABC, NBC, and CBS. And this was an ABC TV movie, and they were looking for an unknown model to play the lead in this movie. And I, they, so they were auditioning models, and boy, I got the role. And they flew me out to L.A., and I shot it, and it ended up being the, one of the top five TV movies of that year. So... I, you know, I loved acting. It wasn't, I didn't think I never even entertained the thought of being an actor. I wanted to be an environmental scientist. And I decided three weeks before going to college, I told my parents and the, and the college that I was no longer, I, I was going to stay in LA and see where the acting took me. Um, and that was that. That's amazing. Amazing story. And how long total have you been acting? How many years total? So 18, I'm now 54. So uh, 36 years. Oh, my God. That is absolutely, you've had an incredible life. It's really amazing. I've I've been so fortunate, not only because I've had a very rewarding career in acting, but I also um, met so many wonderful people when I came out here. I remember when, my, when I moved out here and I was 18, so my mom was worried. Am I going to get corrupted? Um, and she came out here and she met my friends and I, you know, I was not a smoker, not a drinker, not a, not a nothing. I didn't even, I don't even drink coffee. Right. And so she realized that I wasn't going to get corrupted by Hollywood, that my friends were squeaky clean, probably cleaner than if I was in the Midwest, you know, where they might drink beer on a Saturday night. Cause we didn't drink beer. We California actors are too worried about our waistlines. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. Okay, so what we need to do is we need to go to a short break, and this is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated, and my special guest today is actress Alexandra Paul, and today's episode is all about tips to get healthy and stay healthy, and make sure you stay tuned because when we get back, I would like to talk more about Alexandra's life as well as get into health and wellness. And my show is on Voice America on the Health and Wellness Channel and also on KFNX. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to kristenharperspeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com and k-r-i-s-t-e-n harperspeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. What causes us to be sick? We're not talking about the actual illness or the scientific cause of illnesses. We're talking about your body and health. 
Listen for the healing whisper of Return to Peace. Each week, host Dr. Marianne Chase shows you how to listen to your heart to identify poor health, stress, and disease. You'll learn how to heal energetically and spiritually, as well as physically. It's time to depend less on the drugs and more on the heart. The Healing Whisper airs live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. That's K R I S T E N at kristenharperspeaks.com. Now, back to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. Good afternoon, listeners. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host for Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. And today's episode is Tips to Get Healthy and Stay Healthy with actress Alexandra Paul. And before we get more... But once I really would like to get into health and wellness, but beforehand, I have two more questions about your life, Alexandra. And the first is, I went to your website and you have on there living more simply, and I really admired that. And um, can you talk a little bit more about that, if you don't mind? That'd be great. Of course. Um, Well, living simply means living with less things and when something breaks we fix it and we try and buy uh, used things instead of new things all the time so it's kind of an ethic of for me it's simplifying my life through um, having less stuff for other I also don't like to overload I know in our in our society being busy is a real badge of honor and even I get sort of stuck in that um paradigm of, oh my God, I'm not busy, so I'm not worthwhile. But um, I try to slow down and not pack things in too much um, and really value time with my husband and and being at home with him and our cats and how beautiful it is where we live and, and that kind of thing. Yes, I actually really admire that when I read about that. And um, also, I wanted to ask you because I read that you actually had an eating disorder and you had bulimia. And I was uh, pretty shocked, but I actually went through an eating disorder myself in my past. And I had um, binge eating disorder and I was able to overcome it. And I actually overcame it through meditation. And I don't necessarily really need to know about like how you overcame it. But I just really was curious because with my eating disorder, the reason mine started was I got influenced by uh, the media and, you know, like the models and magazines, I needed to look a certain way. And I never really had a weight problem in high school, my senior year, but I just got influenced. And then that's when my eating disorder started. And I started to cut back on my food intake and wasn't eating very much. And then Um, exercising too much and then eventually it led into binge eating but I wanted to find out from you like as far as the bulimia how how did yours start or what caused your eating disorder well it's it progressed 
the way yours did, actually, and I don't know, maybe you didn't purge, because bulimia is binging and purging. So yeah. I would throw up after I binged. Yeah, I, I actually didn't um, purge, but I would binge, and then I would just go run for, like, a long time, just run to burn off the calories, and then eventually mm -hmm. I injured my knee, and then I couldn't run anymore, so I would just binge. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um. Well, what I learned and how I'll also be would love to tell you how I overcame it because I think that helps people. And I really appreciate you talking about meditation because meditation is something that I hear so many people, so many people say they get benefits from. And I have a lot of trouble sitting still. And so I'm, I resist it. And um, but there might be that it would be very just hearing that this is one more reason for me puts me one more step closer to starting a, a meditation practice, uh, even a small one. So I appreciate you sharing that. Um, so mine started in high school and it really started after I, I actually got very sick just because I had a, um, a, a cyst in my gallbladder and I lost weight because I was so sick and they had to operate and it was a huge trauma. It was very traumatic. And it took, it was about a three month deal where they didn't know what it was and everything. So when I came out of that, I swore I'd never get sick again and I'd never go back to the person I was again, which was somebody who was 10 pounds heavier. So I swore I would be as healthy as possible also. And I started restricting food. And then it got to be not about trying to be healthy anymore. It got twisted and it got to be about now I'm going to, um, I started to be afraid of food and nothing was healthy enough. And then I lost weight. Then I kind of like that. And then, um, I got very thin and my parents noticed cause I was at boarding school and they, you know, stepped in and now that people knew about it, then I started saying, yes, yes, I'll eat, which is what I was actually dying to do. I, was, I would dream about food because I restricted it so much. And, um, but I couldn't stop myself. I couldn't be moderate anymore. And so the only way I felt like I could moderate it was by um, purging. So I would binge because I, having just a little bit and feeling sort of 80% full, which is the healthy way to be, I couldn't stop eating there. And, um, so I binged and purged for 12 years, um, and a very, and I was, I went to therapy, which helped me a lot. And what I learned was that this emptiness in my chest that I actually felt, it was a, it felt like I was trying to fill something up and it would never get full. And instead my stomach would get full, too full, um, was because I wasn't being authentic to myself. I was trying to please everybody, and um, that was really hurting me. And so when I started saying no to things and asserting what I wanted, um, it, it was a pretty, um, it was pretty powerful. And then what I did, I was still throwing up, but not nearly as much. Was I went to Overeaters Anonymous, which is a twelve-step program, and within one month. I stopped throwing up completely and I haven't thrown up or binged. Well, I might have, maybe I've had a, maybe five bingey episodes um, in the last 27 years, but really I don't have to fill up that hole anymore because I started being authentic to myself, which is a kind of a nebulous concept, but, um, and, and I did the 12 steps, which was really helpful. And I had a sponsor for 10 years whom I called every day just to talk tell them my food and talk about my feelings. And it, there you go. And now I haven't, I feel really far away from it, but I feel like I, I feel I'm a million miles away, but I could get there in a second. So I have to be vigilant all the time and be aware and continue to be authentic. Now, how does that story, my story, how does it resonate with you? Right. Um, I would say, well, actually my eating disorder, I mean, yours was even longer than mine. Mine was nine years. Um, mm. But I just have to say, I mean, going through an addiction, it's one of the toughest things that someone can go through. And people truly don't understand actually, until you've actually been through it. It's a hard battle. So I, I truly admire um, you actually 
getting through that and overcoming that because there's a lot of people that cannot overcome addiction. It's like really, I, th- I forgot the percentage, but it's very low for people to actually overcome an addiction or an eating disorder. And then, um, yeah. a- and then Alexandra Paul, I wanted to tell you, because we talk a lot about meditation and mindfulness on my show, and I had Gordon Fraser on. I don't know if you know him, but he's an actor and he's an influencer and he's out in uh, California. Mm-hmm. And we, mm-hmm. we talked about mindfulness, but what's really nice about meditation, there's even videos on it, but there's meditation and mindfulness, both will quiet the mind. So even if someone can't sit still and do the meditation, like for me, when I do my meditation, I usually lay on my back, eyes closed, palms facing down, shut my eyes, and I focus energy in my hands because the hands are rich in nerves, so it's easy to feel the energy. And... I used to do like deep breathing, which would help. But also we were talking about when Gordon was on that mindfulness is also a form of quieting the mind. So you can even do things like, for example, you can go for walks and just focus on each step. And Mm. that's the energy in your body, but you're getting the energy out of your mind. And you walk really slow with no distractions. It's in a quiet setting. You focus on every step. That's actually mindfulness. That's quieting the mind or just being out in nature and and listening to the birds chirp or washing your dishes and you're feeling the energy in your hands while you're washing the dishes, that's actually quieting the mind. Um, so. Wow, I so appreciate you saying that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, be more focused on that, that instead of beating myself up for not being a meditator. Uh, no, but... Um, <laughs> and, um, and, right? Uh, and, I mean, because it'll, it'll, it works better for my... You know, then maybe if I'm really mindful, then I might find it easier to sit, Right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think so. And also, I recommend to um, Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. He's a spiritual teacher. That's, mm-hmm. that's the book that changed my life. So I read the Power of Now book. And that's what helped me to wake up to where that was. That's what caused me to over that helped me to overcome my eating disorder. I read the book, a light bulb went off, I started doing my meditation. And then within mm-hmm. three years of doing the meditation, the eating disorder vanished, the cravings went away. The cravings went away. Now, were the cravings physical cravings or emotional cravings for you? Um, Good question. I don't know if I can really say if it was one or the other, but I will say they were so powerful. And towards the end of my eating disorder, they were, they, I had them from the time I woke up till the time I went to bed. They were that intense. And I couldn't, oh and, then, and then Alexandra, I couldn't even hold jobs. So I started a new job and then the cravings would come on at work and I couldn't even stay there. So I would just leave. I wouldn't even tell the employer I was leaving. I would just walk off the job. I had to go binge because the cravings were so intense. And then I'd start another job and then quit and then another job and then quit. The cravings were awful. So and it was wow. my mind, and I found out it was my mind that was causing the cravings, the mind, the ego. And so once mm-hmm. I started to quiet the mind, then finally the thought arise when I was doing my meditation, which said, "Kristen, you are fat. You are fat." So it was my mind, those thoughts. So I had to let quiet my mind and let go of those thoughts. That's an amazing story. Well, wow. I mean, now let me just give it back to you that how much I admire you for having overcome and being able to really literally sit in it until you and, and, and move through it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. You know, it's, um, I think when you go through hardship though, it um, brings a lot of wisdom into your life, you know? Yes, it does. And I feel like um, for as certainly as a health coach, it's really, my experience really informs my coaching. I'm able to just really understand my clients so much better because of what I've been through and my um, what I, my awareness about my own shadow side and the pain uh, and the out of control that I felt and the despair. Yes, yes, absolutely. So what I really would like to do, because we have about 25 minutes left and I really want to start focusing on health and wellness because that's the business that you uh recently uh, launched as a wellness coaching business. And so I went through your videos and I noticed this uh, one interview on your website. It's um, Get It Girl. And you are talking to some women and you are talking about the importance of setting goals. And so my question to you would be, let's say that I feel like um, people don't eat a lot of vegetables, especially like cooked vegetables. And, um, you know, Americans are just 
our society, it's all about junk food and processed food, fast food. And so if someone is wanting to eat more uh, cooked vegetables, what would you suggest uh, to this person and also help them with setting goals? So one of the reasons, one of the top reasons that people don't reach their desired outcome when they set, for example, a New Year's resolution is they're not specific enough about what they want. So they might say, I want to eat more vegetables. That's going to be my goal for the new year. <laughs> and then they, after three weeks, they, they don't do it. They've lost interest. They've, it comes too hard or it just kind of peters out. And one of the reasons is because they haven't been specific enough. So now we know that you want to eat more vegetables. Well, let's talk about that. How, how much more vegetables do you want to eat? What vegetables do you want to eat? When do you want to eat them? So if a client came to me and wanted to eat more vegetables, I would encourage her or him to uh, set up a goal that would look like this uh, for the first week, let's say. On Tuesday at lunch, I'm going to eat one cup or one serving of zucchini and carrots with my lunch. Okay, that's specific. And notice that I've not only been specific about how much vegetables, but I've also committed to when I'm going to do it. And when you do that, you, when you're specific about when and how much, and if it's an exercise goal, for example, it might be for how long, 30 minutes of running on a Tuesday night, for example, after work. Um, you, you don't engage uh, when the day comes up where you want to do this goal. You've already decided what you're not, you're going to do. So there's really no, no thinking about it. No trying. The, the brain is less apt to talk yourself out of it. That's why it's so important to be really specific because, um, it sounds less onerous, doesn't it, when you're more specific and you say, on Tuesday, I'm going to eat a cup of carrots. Um, on, and then as a coach, of course, we would talk more about, okay, where are you going to get, where are you going to get those carrots? How are you going to make sure you get them in? Um, when are you going to shop for them? That kind of thing. So we make sure that the goals are clear and also we're clear about the obstacles that might get in the way of the goal. Um, and then the following week, you might have a salad two nights a week. And then we'd have to talk about, well, how would you get all the ingredients in your refrigerator to make sure that the salad is there so that when you come home, it's easily accessible. Um, so it's really, um, I think that's the first thing that, that um, is important when, when people set goals is to be specific about what you want. Yes, I actually completely agree with you. I think that is awesome advice. And so we need to go to another short break again. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. And my special guest today is actress Alexandra Paul. We have been talking about tips to get healthy and stay healthy. My show is on voiceamerica.com on the Health and Wellness Channel and also on KFNX in Phoenix, Arizona. Please stay tuned and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to kristenharperspeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com and k-r-i-s-t-e-n harperspeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today with one thing that has been consistent 
inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. Nurses have historically been left out of this decision-making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. to tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at kristenharperspeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at kristenharperspeaks.com. Now, back to tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. I'm live here in Phoenix, Arizona at The Voice America studio. And it's an honor to have actress Alexandra Paul with me today. And uh, today's episode is about tips to get healthy and stay healthy. And uh, I just wanted to say, and I have a, a Get Healthy ebook, which is on my website at uh, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com. And I usually, for adults, recommend uh, nine cups of cooked vegetables per day. I don't usually recommend raw vegetables for the most part or salads. I usually recommend cooked vegetables. I have to say one of my favorite vegetables of all time. I'm very health conscious, and everyone has their own approach. And I know Alexandra is totally health conscious. She's been like this for many years. Uh, one of my favorite vegetables is Brussels sprouts. I just love mm-hmm. them. I just love them. And I, I, I recommend organic, of course. Uh, so Alexandra, I mean, some people, some clients can make changes overnight. Like let's say that they're eating sugar and they need to start eating healthier. Some people can make changes overnight, but there's other people it takes a long time to make that change. And I, I know you talk about baby steps. Can you talk more about that? Which I totally agree. It's about baby steps for some people. And I think uh, what I think another issue that people have when they make that when they uh, make New Year's resolutions for example is that they they say I'm I'm going to I'm going to go to the gym you know uh, three times this week for an hour. And that's a lot if you haven't if you have a busy life and you have kids and a job and all of a sudden you're saying, I'm going to go to the gym three, for three hours in a week. And what happens to people is that they'll end up getting injured or getting overwhelmed. Like, oh, my God, it becomes a huge stress and so there's no joy. Or they just don't do it because it's too much. And then they hate themselves and say, I'm just lazy. Well, look, someone who's got a family and a full-time job, you are not lazy. You are obviously a, a, a productive person. So laziness is not the reason. It's because you bid off more than you could chew and you, you have to, you have to t- it takes time to fit new things into a life. So I'm always really encouraging people to take baby steps because then they tend to just give up and blame themselves. And, that's, and it's not really their fault. It's the goal was too big too soon. Yes. Um, so really big on that. And, and also, Kristen, I know you probably have a word, but I'm, I'm really aware of habits and how health is about having a lot of good habits. Yes. And to instill a habit, you have to make sure that it works into your life and it takes some trial and error. So if someone says, I'm going to, you know, um, I'm not, I'm going to go to the gym every night this week. 
without really looking at their schedule and deciding, is this really going to work? Am I going to be exhausted for work? Does it fit into my life? It can really just all blow up and then someone think, you know what, I'm just not an exerciser when it's not true at all. Yes, absolutely. I agree. Yes, uh, very... I'm sorry. Go ahead, Kristen. No, I get so excited. So no, <laughs> no, I, I can, I, I, I can tell you're so passionate about health and wellness. I, I love it. So, okay. So, and um, the, you know, the but also, you know what, Kristen, what I, what I really breaks my heart is when people blame themselves for not being healthier when they could really help themselves and um, help the situation by setting it up differently, um, by by having more specific goals, by taking little steps and having accountability, uh, which is means being accountable to somebody else. Uh, we all think we're supposed to do it alone. And if, if we don't do it alone, that means we're weak. Um, but having hiring somebody, if that's the way to get you to work out, is, is great. You know, you know thyself. If you want to work out with a friend and you work better and you work out better in groups, then join a group. Get a, get a friend, make it so that it works for you and so that you have some kind of accountability um, uh, to show, the, to what's the word, to, um, to, to, to your commitment. In other words, you have somebody that you have to show up for other than yourself because we could talk ourselves out of stuff. Yes, absolutely. I agree. And so you've really, I've gone through because Alexandra has um, these emails that you can sign up for and you receive emails, and one of your emails talks about the importance of scheduling, and I totally agree, especially for people that are really busy and have you know, busy schedules. And uh, this show really supports like more gentle exercise, like going for walks and just more gentle exercise. So let's say someone wants to do walks, you know, do their gentle exercise. How would you, what would you recommend as far as uh, scheduling that in and fitting that into their busy schedule? And you talk about blocking time as well. Yeah. Um, well, studies show that people who lose, want to, who lose weight successfully and maintain that weight loss track things. They track what they're eating and they track, they schedule their workouts. So they're big on writing things down and um, scheduling is part of accountability because once you schedule something, you've committed yourself uh, in your calendar to that, um, that gentle walk, for example. You've also blocked out time so that when the day comes, you could have no excuses <laughs> um, uh, in terms of, oh, something came up because you've scheduled it. And, you know, my feeling is that we are so busy and unless we schedule it, we will not, uh, will be much less apt to do it. Plus, once you schedule it, the body and mind moves forward to, to uh, rise to the occasion. So um, it starts to sort of look forward and prepare even subconsciously for that um, event. And I find scheduling vital. And I once had a client who, she was really having trouble getting her workouts in, and she would say, well, I just didn't feel it. And scheduling helps you go even if you don't feel it. If you schedule it, you're more apt to go. Um, <laughs> no matter what's, what you're feeling, uh, what the weather is, etc. So I think it's a very powerful tool. Yes, absolutely. And I schedule every single day and I, I just feel it's so important and it's important for everyone. So you have given some amazing advice. And also... You talk about one of your tips is cut out that one thing. So let's say someone wants to give up sugar and they, uh, what do you mean by substitution? If you could just talk more about that. Um, let's say someone wants to give up soda, for example. Yeah, soda is a great one. Um, sometimes it can be overwhelming on our trip to being healthier. Um, there's so many things that we could do and we feel guilty a lot of society makes us feel guilty, like it's a moral thing, what we put in our mouths or how much we move. And really, it's not. But we feel like we've got to do everything or it doesn't count. And I really want to reiterate the baby steps and to encourage people to look at, okay, what's one thing I can give up that would make a difference in my health? And for a lot of people, it is soda. 
And the, the great thing about um, soda is that you can find substitutions that make it easier to give it up. Because if you just give up something, that leaves a void. And the body doesn't like a void. It's going to start craving the thing you're giving up if you, have a, if you leave a void. So substitutions are vital when you're making changes so that you're not, don't feel deprived. So one of my, actually, I have a client who's struggled. He's no longer actually drinking soda, but he would drink a lot of Coke. And we started the process of substituting sparkling water for Coke. And it's interesting because I read an article that said that a lot of people who, who are addicted to soda, they really are addicted to the carbonation or the caffeination or the sugar. So if you can find something that approximates that, like, for example, if it's the sugar, you could um, put, find, uh, uh, have a tea uh, with some sweetener in it and or sparkling water with a little fruit juice in it or something that ap- approximates it. It isn't exactly like the Coke. It's not going to fulfill in the beginning. But once you keep, you keep with the substitution, eventually your body, just because that's it's the power of a habit, will start to crave the new substitution instead of the old thing that you um, that used to do that you gave up. So uh, substitution, I think, is a really, really good way to not feel deprived. And you know what? You might substitute for, I, when I struggle, with, I struggle with sugar, when I want to give up sugar, a lot of times, I remember there was a, popcorn was a thing that I would eat instead of sugar. Now, popcorn's not great for you. It's not terrible, but it's not great, but it's better than sugar. So then, you know, chocolate and stuff. So that's what I would um, use, and it helped me, and now I actually don't even really eat a lot of popcorn. <laughs> I got off that. So, I, you know, you make steps towards getting healthier and healthier. Right, right. So um, I think that's really good. I think that's important. Um, substitution and baby steps, like you said. And uh, I think that's actually a good step, um, going from soda to sparkling water for some people and then eventually progressing even to spring water. I'm a big fan of spring water. And mm-hmm. and, and then we all have different approaches. Um, Alexander, I haven't had fruit in like a really long time. So like I don't do tea or uh, fruit juice or, but we all have our different approaches and I don't usually do popcorn, but um, blue corn chips, I don't know if you've had them, but they're high in selenium. Yeah, I, I have had blue corn chips. Yeah. And the organic, you know, non-GMO, um, they're high, yeah. high in selenium and stuff. So Alexandra, we have a few minutes left here, so if you have any uh, last comment here, and then to let my listeners know how they can reach you. Okay. Well, uh, okay. I, I have more motiva- tips how to, stay, how to stay motivated and get motivated, but let me try and talk about them quickly. You know, one thing I really think it's important is to get inspired by other people. Yeah. So be, be around other people that you know who have what you want. If they live healthy lives, then ask them for advice or hang around them or read like you did, The Power of Now, yes. inspiring things. Do not, I, I'm not sure, it never worked for me. I never tried it, but I didn't think it would work for me. Is putting up a picture of some you know, gorgeous person on the refrigerator because that tended to make me just feel bad about myself. But if it works for you, then okay. Um, so... To me, I prefer uh, people who do inspiring things rather than just look good. Um, I also really want to encourage people not to set up cues that help you. So (laughs) if you have a problem with um, ice cream, too much ice cream at night or something, then don't have ice cream in your house. Yes. Um, So that when you have that craving, you have to really make an effort to fulfill it. And it's not easy. And conversely, I I had a client who wanted to drink more water. And so she started keeping a water bottle that was filled on her desk. Now, I know that sounds like a really simple thing, but just going up and going to the kitchen or to the water fountain to get water is often a reason why people don't go. So if it's right there in front of you, you're more apt to do it. Or if you want to get to the gym, Wake up and put your gym clothes on right away so that you don't get distracted by doing an errand or something else. Um, so those are positive cues that um, can help you uh, 
uh, fulfill your goals uh, and make sure you don't have those negative cues in my kitchen, which I have a video of my kitchen um, on my, I think my coaching website, certainly on YouTube, you can find it if you just Google Alexandra Paul Kitchen. And you'll see that the things that I want to eat, I have more in view and in vision and the things that aren't as healthy, I put high up and behind in shelves. And so, and I make sure like if I want to eat, for example, your nine fruits, veg, uh, sorry, you don't eat fruit, but nine servings of vegetables, which I think is awesome. Um, I would encourage people if they have trouble getting this in to keep cut up vegetables in their refrigerator to get them so that it's easy for them to access the vegetables. Make it easy for yourself. It's already hard enough for us to get healthy. So um, these are just some some real tricks. And um, so I think... uh, And how can they reach you? We have 30 seconds left. How can they reach you? my listeners. You can go to alexandracoaching.com for my coaching and you'll see my Twitter handle and my um, my Facebook page there and alexandrapaul.com is my acting website. And uh, same thing, there'll be my Twitter and Facebook up there. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on. You gave some wonderful tips and it was an honor to have you on. I really enjoyed the conversation this afternoon. And Likewise, my, Kristen. I'm a big fan of yours. <laughs> I'm a big fan of yours, and I wish you my best. Uh, this is uh, Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. And if you'd like to reach me, please send me an email to Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. And I wish all of you a wonderful week. Take care. Thank you for being a part of the show this week. Tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with your host, Kristen Harper, can be heard live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Kristen can't wait to speak again next week.